No. Never give up. Never surrender. Guys, hey, good to see everybody again. Girl Dads United, season two, episode two. Two, two. Oh, oh welcome back. Those. Got a guest on the couch this evening. Got a guest, Mr. Uh, Scott, the flex parent, Grable. That's me. Uh, Scott and I played basketball together at Elon, and uh, it's a great guest to have. A legend. A legend. Amongst girl dads, in my eyes, a legend. A legend, not pure, a legend. Purebred, purebred, purebred girl dad. He's not a mutt like. Maybe he got away with that. Yeah, I can't believe he got away. I can't, <laughs> believe, I can't believe he knew that. Yeah, he knows. He's a listener. I think what makes you a legend of a girl dad is that you are the biggest bully I've ever met in my life. As you mentioned, you have last you have, week. You have I physically. I said that last week. Well, you're yeah. talking about uh, Defy and me. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Being a little too aggressive. You speared me into the being into a the little too aggressive. Yeah, spear me into the foam pit. Usually gets me in trouble at some point. Grable's about seven feet tall, by the way. Yeah. How tall are you? I was listed at six nine. <laughs> six nine two thirty five. <laughs> I was listed at six nine. You 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 haven't been two thirty thirty five since the ninth grade. Things have changed. That's like seven four, three forty in WWE terms. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the uh? Not the Undertaker. What was his brother? Kane. Kane. You're Kane. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Grable is the big show. The big show. I know the big show. I, I guess I'll take that. <laughs> not <laughs> O. Not Olaf. I know. Yes. So I was the one mentioned before on uh, the birthday party. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, it was uh, it's a fun time. You lost your kid for about 15, 20 minutes. It was terrifying. Found him at the bottom of a foam pit. It was terrifying. Suffocating. Yeah. That was, actually was a great feeling to find him. Right. Yeah. With all the ladies up top being like... Lifeguarding. Watching you run around trying to find Judging him. us. Yeah. No input. We made it out of it alive and so did your son. He's still here. I had a great time with Beckham yesterday at the birthday party. Yesterday's birthday party was the way to do it. Low key, couple pizzas, cook your own food at a playground. The uh, birthday party we're referencing is our our good friend Jack, who's not a girl dad. He doesn't know the pain, but he does have two wild AF boys. Yeah, the other thing I liked is that they combine the birthday parties. They do that all the time, or every year. I'm still new to the kid birthday. You can only get away with that for a few years before the kids are like, no, we're not, we're not having that anymore. So you tried this? No, because our girls aren't really, I mean, they're like two months apart. Mm-hmm. Two girls, FYI. Oh, yeah. Four and eight years old. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, Reese and Quinn. Yeah. But yeah, you can't get away. Yeah. You, maybe for the first three or four years, if you like buy like or rent a, a bounce house or something like that, you can get away with it. But then you start mixing friends. And, yeah. So the birthday party thing, a lot of people do that. They rent like the bounce house and you do it in your own backyard. I feel like it's very stressful. Just, you know, anytime you have people at the house, it's stressful. But yesterday's birthday party was at a park. And it was like, it wasn't fenced, but because of the tree line, it was pretty much fenced, right? You're closing enough. There's only one entrance mm-hmm. up a hill. <laughs> you know, it was perfect. There's no stress, like, because they're, they're all in an area that's play stuff. And Minimal just, things to break. Huh? Minimal things to break. Minimal things to break. Um, I don't see the negative. What's the negative about doing a birthday party that way? Another positive was just the amount of parents that were there. Obviously, more families you invite, more kids there are to watch. But it just felt like everybody was doing a wonderful job. Yeah. Not even communicating, like, hey, watch yeah. them, I'm going here. It was just... I saw you playing with Bailey at one point. You were hanging out with Reese. I'd go find Beckham. It was just, let's just mingle. We're all in this together. Don't let a kid be lost. Hurt parenting. Exactly. Takes a village. It worked out great. The moms seemed to all have a good time. So why would you ever do something like Defy? I guess they get, at some point in time, they get, they outgrow the The monkey bars. Right. 
Right. Or you've been, if you've been to that park before, they're like, I'm not going back to the bike. Mm. Park's yeah. not fun anymore. So we saying, just were here Saturday for right? nothing. Now <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden you're giving me presents and I'm supposed to like them more? <coughs> what are the best birthday parties you've done? Not my personal birthday party. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not here talking about your personal What's one party. of your best birthday parties? No. Uh, I mean, we've done Defy, too. Um, for, for the kids, probably like the bounce house obstacle course in our backyard. What? Uh, a bounce house. Okay. But it was like an obstacle course version. So it's really long. It's, I don't know how long. It was 40 feet long. It's all one big apparatus? Yeah. Wow. Takes you, I don't know. So the adults could run through it at some point if they wanted to. And, uh, yeah, eventually, I mean, it shows up earlier than the party, and then all the neighbor kids want to come over mm -hmm. beforehand. So you got to kick them out, kick the boys oh, out eventually. Oh, so it's like a company that does it. You can't rent it. You rent it from the I mean, company. you can't buy it. You can, but it costs like $3,000. Yeah. I, I look at them on Facebook it. all the time. Yeah, yeah I thought about buying one and rent it out. <laughs> Being the guy that rents it out. Yeah. But that would just be exhausting. Insurance involved. I'd be terrible at that. Can't you just like... Yeah, you probably... Oh, as mentioned, I'm an idea man. Yeah, you are the idea guy. I don't want to do this. You don't want to do it. You want, to, you want the idea to lead to somebody else doing the work to lead to money in your pocket. The fact that you called me an idea man and now I think about how much I say the phrase and I'll come fly home with saying, guys, I have a great idea. <laughs> and then I don't have to do anything else. The world runs on people like you. I've executed on a few things in life. The backyard party is more stressful for the kids. It also can be much easier because it's the expectations are we're just sitting around the house. There just happens to be a big blow up in the backyard. Right. I like the idea of an obstacle course instead of a bounce house. I think bounce houses in their own right are stressful. You get a bunch of like the kids that are too big or slamming the other That's kids. That's the problem. Kids, kids eventually going to scream and cry. Mm -hmm. Like it happens four or five times. So there's just, no way around. It doesn't matter. You just hope it's not your kid first. Oh, that's good. That's good advice. Right. But usually... Or unless you want to get out of that party. The problem with the neighborhood one is you got to, like, tend to the parents a little bit. Or mm -hmm. they'll be like, oh, this is a drop-off. We'll see. send the kid home when the party's over. Mm -hmm. And then you're in charge of all those crying and screaming kids for mm -hmm. too long. I've been there. Yeah, that's that, that actually... I can see that. Because they live so close, they can just... Right. Yeah. That serves wrong. Yeah. Send yeah, Jenny home in a couple hours. Right back. Right. Yeah. But that does actually bring up a good idea. So where's your head at on a drop-off if someone drops their kid off at a birthday? So uh, my daughter went to one this weekend. It was on, like, Muse Art or something. So they said it was encouraged to drop it off. So it just depends. Like, for my older daughter, it's fine now. She's eight. Like, I feel comfortable doing that. But my four-year-old... I, I feel like she'd get into some trouble at some point, so I wouldn't I wouldn't want to drop her off too much. Mm -hmm. Perry and Bailey got dropped off at a birthday party on Saturday, is why I asked, and it was very refreshing. Well, you had back to back days birthday parties? Oh yeah. Wow. But Mark and Emily were in town. Mm -hmm. We were preparing it was Perry's best friend. Family was kind enough to invite Bailey. They always run around play together on the street. Everybody was like, Well, we have friends coming to town. Is it okay if we drop them off? And they're like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And I told Brittany, I was like, well, I'll go drop them off. Like, Saturday comes around. I was like, me and Mark go drop them off. It'll be easy. My mom's like, I have a friend in the car, whatever. So I go in to drop them off. It's at a gymnastics place. Like, they're, like, coordinating all that. Yeah. Hey, hey, great to see you there. I was like, oh, yeah, sorry. I got to leave. They're like, wait, you actually are going to drop them off? Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they think that they gave you a courtesy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, no, yeah, I'm out of here. I got my money in the car, so sorry. What time's this thing over? They're like, two hours from now. See you in a couple hours. Thanks, guys. It felt great. And six and four-year-old. I mean, that's like, I didn't feel great about it. Seems like you did. Maybe yeah, it was that's <laughs> You don't seem too beat up about it. Me and Mark went out a couple beers. It was great. Side note, I just saw you. I just noticed your hat. It's a big-time hat. Thank you. Yeah. Show it to the camera. <laughs> Is that a High Hopes endorsed hat? So, uh, Joel Damon is a golfer on the PGA Tour. And his, he had testicular cancer, his mom had cancer, and someone else in his family had cancer. So he's, it's not called strikeout, but it's something like that. He's all about all cancer, not just pediatrics. I'm right. all for it. That's pretty sick. Yeah, thanks. So, Scott, you're a special guest today. And I think you are... 
a pioneer of sorts. And I want you to let's start by te you telling our 19 listeners what a typical day in life, and then we'll go from there. You're referencing that I am the the stay-at-home daddish. Is that what you're trying to get at? <laughs> oh, I, you just say it. Well, I want to know how. It I started. like the term flex dad. Yeah, why flex dad? Because like flex, like flex player. Well, his we were texting last night, and his wife said, "Cat, first of all, let's back up." Scott, Cat, Paige, and I all went to college together. Cat and I, when I was a red shirt, and the team would go on road trips. Cat was you know one of my closest friends that was like there on campus that wasn't on the team. So we've all known each other for a very long time. So um, last night we were texting, and Cat said. Uh, every couple needs a parent who's like the flex parent. Like the child is sick, go pick the kid up, take him to the doctor. Flex. I thought the flex parent was a great term because you're not a stay-at-home dad. You have a job, but your job allows more flexibility. And it's more like, like your priority is more kids' job, whereas hers might be job kids. In the sense of like... Yeah. The day-to-day, -day, right? Right. Which is, we are taught that that's backwards. And that's ridiculous. And so that's why I think, like, it's funny, but it's also like, you know what I mean? Like, you're you a pioneer. Scott, the flex dad, Grable. Yeah. So let's start by, tell us your day-to-day. -day. My day-to-day. -day. Well, starting off. Being being the flex parent, I used to have a full time job. Yeah, but it Credit also Swiss, right? uh, yeah, Credit Swiss. Yes, not, <laughs> is it Swiss? It's it depends on where you live. I worked there <laughs> in another company, so I worked in finance and stuff. And uh, I had to stay in Durham until like five thirty at night because a report came out at five thirty that I had to look at to make sure it was okay. It was okay like ninety percent of the time. Yes. Are you complaining that you had to work until 5.30? No, I'm complaining that it was silly that I had to stay in the office like after I was pretty much done with all the work extra. So I'm saying it was kind of pointless. Our company got bought out, so my job was going to change some. So I was like, eh. And then also Catherine was getting quarterly bonuses that were like double my yearly bonus. So I was like, yeah, let's go try something out. <laughs> um, so I'd started my own business like a year prior. So I was like, let's just focus on that. And we were going to have our second daughter, Quinn. Um, so I was like, let's just see how this works. Stay at home, run my business, um, and then see how it goes. But that was uh, five years ago. Yeah. Five or six years ago. But uh, getting back home, a uh, day in the life. A day in life. That's what I would say. The kids still wake us up. I still don't. I, what I, time do your kids wake up? My dad always loved waking up early. That's still not me. Maybe eventually. Uh, Shout the, out Sherm. Yeah. Sherm. You're supposed to. There you go. Oh. Your dad's got to figure it out. I hate to break it to you. Yeah. yeah I wish I could. Um, but, uh, yeah. So the kids get up between 6.30 and 7.30. But I've. Catherine has now trained me uh, to set my alarm because that's one of the things you learn now that I'm the flex parent. I can't really sleep in anymore. So I've learned over the course of my many years of being uh, Mr. Mom, should probably not sleep in until like 15 minutes before the kids need to leave. Mm. So I have that alarm set around so, 7.10 now. Now, so that's how long until they have to leave? Uh, 7.10. We usually leave about 8.30. Wow. Because, yeah, the elementary schools go to school a lot later. Then, the like, the high school goes to school at, like, 7.30 or 7. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, it's weird. So what time does who go where? Uh, so we drop, I drop both of them off just because it's convenient. Reese could about ride the bus if she wanted to. Um, but drop Reese off by 8.45, and then Quinn's school starts. Um, she goes for, like, a half day. Our school starts at uh, 9, usually. Goes 9 to like noon, something like that. So in the 9 to noon, I'm usually working on my business yeah. or doing some stuff around the house. Want to give a plug? For my business? Yeah. To your 18 listeners? They, our 18 listeners need lawnmowers. 
Yes. So I, I am a dealer for uh, a certain brand of real mower, like the old push ones, but these have engines on them. They're powered. They're fancy. Um, so I'm a dealer for them, and then I service like sharpen and stuff. Um, so I do that. Um, Wait, you sharpen <coughs> lawnmower? I yeah, yeah. Like you like take them apart and like literally sharpen the blades. There's a way that you sharpen them. You don't have to take them all the way apart, but yes. There's some real See, dad stuff. Look underneath yeah. my finger. Look at my fingernails. Yeah, you're pretty cut up. Your your pinky is like. Yeah, that was from softball. Do you need a bandaid? Got that. How often are you supposed to get your uh, blades sharpened on a lawnmower? It depends on what kind of <laughs> more than once a year, yes. ideally. More than once a year? Yeah, I mean, if you want healthy grass. Yeah. My grass does look pretty rough, and I've had the same blades on there for about seven years. Never been sharpened. Huh. About time. But yeah. you you have a rotary mower, so you're kind of losing anyway, so it's not a big deal. I need to, I'm going to have to talk to you after this. <laughs> I'm on one of those mowers. You're a golfer, yeah. 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 Cut your grass nice and long. I actually resent the grass conversation too much, though. I don't want to get caught in yeah. spokes on nothing. What's happened? I got stepped over Jake's house one time when he first moved into his neighborhood, and all these guys, he was like, come over, be fun. Get <coughs> off this track here. They all lived in this new development. All they talked about for an hour and a half was like cutting their grass perfect and making. I was like, Jake, this <laughs> ain't for us, man. Yeah, so you're a flexed parent who sharpens blades. Yeah. You're an anomaly. Quinn goes to school till 12.30. Then I usually find an activity. It used to be Defy quite a bit because the membership is pretty cheap. They to knew you when you walked in. They, yeah, they know. Goes to school until 12.30. She's in preschool. She's four. Well, it's like daycare preschool. It's cheaper daycare. Yeah. Is that a yeah? I'm so confused. Yeah, it's tough. You can do a half day or something. Hmm. You could probably do a You'll half day in your daycare. I bet Rex. Yeah, you probably didn't know it's an option. Bet your daycare offers half day. Yeah. yeah. But then you got to get you a flex. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you get you a flex. Maybe. At that point, might as well just pay full daycare. So usually fun activity, go to one of the many parks around here, uh, or Defy, or something else like that. And then Reese gets off the bus around 4 or something like that, a little after 4, and then uh, that's about it. Try to entertain them till they go to sleep. Did Reese get the same treatment that Quinn's getting in the afternoons with Dad? Or do you feel like uh, your bond might be different because of... Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, she didn't get it totally because she was about starting school um, when I stopped working so much. Um, she gets plenty of time, though, I think. I mean, not going to have, you know, you know, a whole afternoon off or something like that. But, uh, yeah, re she was starting school about the time that I was done because she started her first year of kindergarten was uh, COVID year. So fully remote fully miserable because that's when I was watching Quinn so Reese was on the computer and their teachers were like first whole week was hitting the space bar to mute 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 your, mute, mute your uh, mic Michael <laughs> mute your mic and he's over there screaming in the corner <laughs> oh <laughs> that sounds God. miserable and then I'm trying to teach I mean that's the first time she had used a computer pretty much so she was learning it and then Quinn, I was trying to entertain Quinn. If I like looked at my phone for a minute in the other room with Quinn, Quinn would freaking run right in with Reese and like look right around the camera like that. <laughs> and I'd be like, no. So yeah, COVID, COVID uh, kindergarten was fun. That sounds brutal. Yeah. That sounds absolutely brutal. What are some of the things that have happened? Like, do people get confused? Like when you show up every day to pick up Quinn or... Reese. Yeah, I mean, there's some dads that pick up, but yeah, I mean, they're definitely looking for the moms more so. Um, How does that make you feel? I mean, I don't want to say it, but some people are pretty sexist towards Mr. Moms. Um, like at, uh, yeah, some of, Quinn goes to two preschools, it's weird. We did it because of COVID. But uh, like they would have, when we went in, 
they would ask, like, who wants to be the room mom? And I'd be like, <laughs> me. me. <laughs> Have so, you ever volunteered to be the room mom? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love going into the kids' class. It's hilarious in there. Do they change the name? Yeah, it's room parent. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. You and broke that? Yeah, I broke breaking down barriers. <laughs> you broke them that stigma? Okay, we got to change it. What is room parent? Like, what do you do as a room parent? Uh, like, there's like uh, four or five uh, get-togethers or parties for the kids throughout the year mm-hmm. in preschool. So, like, an Easter one or, you know, Christmas holiday one. Organize it, yeah. And then go in for the activity or whatnot. Uh, organize snack or something for the day. So, like, tell Griffin that he's got juice boxes for the party or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Send out the sign-up genius or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, the, the what? Sign-up genius. Is it's that? just like a website that you put all the stuff on, say somebody needs to bring this, that, and the other, and oh. send it out to everybody. You'd love it. I would love it. That sounds so organized. Yes. I can't believe you've never heard of that. Have you been to one of those for Emerson? One of those, like, daycare, holiday. We went to one for Perry. Actually, I was there. For some reason, Brittany wasn't there. It was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever been. Like, it wasn't uncomfortable. But it was really that they, like, come for Thanksgiving lunch, which I had no expectations of what it was going to look like. It was really just 15 parents standing around watching their kids eat. It's like, this why? why do we do this? It was weird. We could have used a room parent. That's right. To or add some flair. Organization, you know, some, some table decorations. Something. Like anything. Yeah. It's fun. I love watching how the kids, like, interact with each other. Because you don't get to see that at all. Especially since COVID. Like, they yeah. rarely, like, for Reese, last, or no, this year was the first time I was able to go into her class. She's in second grade now. Wow. Was the first time I could go in and... Uh, volunteer and just see how they interact with classmates. Yeah. I mean, you see them how they do it with their friends at home, but like seeing them react to different types of people and how they, how they act in school is it's entertaining to me. I went on Perry's uh, field trip two weeks ago. Yeah. I think the majority of kids are introverts is what I picked up on. Like a kid who's outspoken and like, you'd think like all kids are crazy and all of that. Yeah. But if there's 20 kids in the classroom, it's only like one or two of them. The, ones, the rest of them kind of want to just do their own thing. Yeah. Did you pick up on that when you went to? Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's definitely always some that are just uh, yeah, uh, out there they bouncing their head against the wall. Yeah. yeah. Or sitting in their cubby screaming for most of the class. That sounds great. Could you ever see yourself as a teacher? No. you got to draw a line somewhere. <laughs> I think It's you've... just like a grandparent. Like You've got a very good temperament. For the chaos. <laughs> Many of times, Catherine, my dear wife, has gotten mad at me because, like, the door's left open or something, and the girls are, like, yelling at each other, getting mad at each other. So I raise my voice a little bit to make sure I'm heard, and then Catherine's like, everybody can hear you in the neighborhood. Shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have a relatively good temperament, but eventually that, that can. I feel like you suppressed can run out. The big cat for so many years now. Yeah. It's going to come out. You guys were friends earlier, but our relationship has grown through fantasy football. Yes. And I I feel like your time dedicated to your preparation and your craft um, is superior to others. Do you feel like you becoming a father and a girl dad has moved you in that direction where you've, you've needed to lean into this? It's a good question. Yeah. I mean, I, I started fantasy football mainly when I was at that one job um, that, like, I, you know, I only had to do a few hours of work a day, really. So that's when I really honed in on spending eight hours a day doing fantasy football um, just to have my players get injured and uh, not win anything, <laughs> not win the championship. But I, I see the eight hours of dedication, but I, I can also feel you in the in the carpool lane sometimes, just sending a text out about an obnoxious trade. I can, I can, I can feel, yeah. you know, you're not, you know, you got a quick 30 seconds, you know, you're going to... Yeah. Give, give a good ribbon to somebody about something. Yep. Usually Devin. Yeah. Doing something bad. 
Devin Carter, but, girl uh, dad. Girl dad. <laughs> I had to process that in my mind. Real quick. <laughs> that was just uh, joking. We're just joking. Uh, but being a girl dad has helped with fantasy football. It got me in trouble once. But, you know, when you do uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever night waivers is. So, uh, Quinn, she would still wake up in the middle of the night. But when waivers run, you know, you put in your waiver priority. But if you didn't do that, you just have to wait till the morning. So you'd have to be first in it, like, whenever you wake up. So I, when it, she would wake me up at the middle of the night, I would just turn over and be like, what time is it, 3.30? Not yet. Go back to sleep. She wakes me back up, 4.15. Like, I'd have it preset on my computer. <laughs> I'd refresh. So people would see in the morning, they're like, well, makes how, did, how did Scott, like, pick up this player after waivers run at, like, 3 a.m., and he picked somebody up at 3.15 a.m.? They thought, like, I had a script running or something. And pick up <laughs> yes. They thought I was an IT genius. So I got in trouble a little bit with that. <laughs> but it was all, they were just gave me hell about it because they thought I was doing something weird. Not our way. no. No one's paying for close enough attention in our league. What kind of those waivers are happening? Uh, so. Our fantasy football league. This is a great... I mean, I think fantasy football... Now, we don't play for money. We play for bragging rights. But, like, it's a group of friends who have been in the same league together for 10 years? Maybe not quite 10. Yeah. Is it 10? I haven't been in the league. I, I was a late entry. I yeah, was I was late. too. How many years have you been? I, probably only four or five myself, I think. No. no. You don't think so? No. Gravelgate? Gravelgate was uh, 2016. Look, Garrett Blunt. Grable, so Gravelgate, it's the last name is Grable. Um, why don't you give us your perspective? I, it's been so long. Like, it's, oh, you're a blur. Yeah. 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 Basically, Grable promised someone who was out of the playoffs, if they dropped someone on waivers at a certain time so that he could pick them up for anybody else, saw he would give them a cut of the winnings. Is that what happened? Mm-hmm. I, it wasn't a trade. It might have been a straight-up trade. I think it was a no, trade. It was a waiver. It was a waiver drop. <coughs> You're trying up. to cover your tracks. Handshake. Oh, it may have been, may, may have been too Hearsay. Far. Hearsay. Yeah. Well, I thought it was a trade that, like, Chuck was like uh, John Charlesworth. He basically said, like, if you make the playoffs, I thought it was a fair trade, but he put some weird, ca- you know how John is, he put some weird caveat in there. Like, if you win the championship, like, send me five, it was literally like five dollars. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. This is, this is, yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, Whatever. on the, uh, on the trophy, there's an asterisk next to Scott Gribble's name. Gribble Gate. Yeah. I didn't know that's why that was there. Yep. Gribble Gate. I believe it. But uh, our fantasy football league has been great because we're all different places in life. Some of us have third kid on the way. <laughs> Some of us are still chasing skirts and <laughs> everything in between. And uh, it, it gives us common ground. You know, like I, I don't know how any other, I don't know any other way that I would be able to relate to Devin and where he's at in life. Right. If it wasn't for fantasy football. I mean, coaching. Right. It's great to keep up with everybody. Yeah, it's a great way to like... I wouldn't talk to half of y'all if it wasn't for fantasy. There you go. That draft night's one of my favorite nights of the year. I will say that. Yeah. Side note, are we going to go Dynasty or what? I don't know. I don't even know if I'm on my team. Grable can tell me if I'm on my team. Draft night was great. It was me, Monty, and Jimmy that showed up last year. So, yes. <laughs> it was great. Thanks for coming. <laughs> we had a blast. But, uh, so. What are some cheat codes that you could give after your 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 many years of being Mr. Mom, what is something we don't know? Like, yeah, because you do have a different perspective yeah. on. You know more. I do, and not Say because of the like you mom know dad. Know you know more. You spend more time than, <clears throat> than we do. Like an easy one, like so. I've got a four and eight year old. Um, so usually I let the eight-year-old like bring a friend if I'm going to take somebody. Because lots of time on weekends, I'll take the kids wherever, to the marbles or whatever it may be, some some place to entertain them. And usually the older one like needs a friend, but the older friend also kind of helps babysit the younger one. 
Um, so they kind of look out for her. So that's super helpful. Um, so, all right, say it one more time. So if I'm taking my <laughs> girls right. somewhere okay. to entertain them, yep. I usually let my older daughter right. bring a friend with her. Yep. Because that friend, and I usually, I'm somewhat picky on the friends, which which ones I let her choose. Because um, <laughs> some of them are, yeah. Uh, so the ones that are more going to be helpful. Some of your friends may hear about this. Some are going to be more helpful. <laughs> yeah. More helpful with the four-year-old. Like, be like, oh, Quinn, let me help you do this or that. Or, come on, Quinn, let's go. We're going to do this, that, or the other. Do you find the friends nicer to your youngest than her actual older sister is? Because that's how that would turn out with Perry. If I uh, made Perry's, I was nice to her sister. Yeah, I, it makes the older one not be mean to the younger one at that time. Which is, win. yeah. That's they, don't want, they don't want to look bad. That's brilliant. Probably yeah. a friend. And he's not going to sign himself up to bring two four-year-olds. That's why I said only the older one can bring No, haven't let Quinn bring a friend. Quinn, you are not bringing a friend. No. <laughs> your sister's your friend. No, right? Emerson cannot come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, we recently had, somewhat similar, we recently had one of the neighbor girls across the street help watch Quinn, like, during the day. Uh, she's 12 or 13. Um, so Quinn just goes over there to hang out with her, but her parents are home, so it makes it super easy. But it gives, uh, it, when we had a storm last weekend, or whatnot, I was like, why don't you go hang out across the street for a little while? But now, like, I have to, like, be cautious to not let my Amber alert. Excuse me. Uh, now my youngest just wants, today, she saw the older girl get off the bus and, like, go into her house. She's, like, sitting out there, like, stalking her. Like, can I go, like, knock on her door to see if she wants to play? And I'm like, no. So it's like, she's super, the older one's super nice. And she would hang out with her if we really wanted her to. But it's like, I don't want her to, like, be there too often. Or be, to, like, have it, like, wear out the the funness of hanging out with a younger one. But it works out for both parties because we get a little break. We still pay her some. But she's also 12, so she's kind of learning how to do the babysitting nice. and everything. So you're saying like 12, 13 is too young to be a, to be a babysitter? I did hear that last episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you find her online, yes. Okay. But uh, no, if it's a na- like we luckily we have lots of younger kids in the neighborhood, and we always know like their parents are home. So it makes it yeah. a lot easier um, because if they are younger, we'd be more okay with that because yeah. their neighbor you know their their parents are three houses down or something so if there is a problem they can go down yeah that makes sense yeah makes what's sense. The, great cheat codes what's the dynamic of your uh, older daughter's demeanor compared to your younger daughter's demeanor is one crazier than the other one one follow rules better yeah so the my older daughter's a lot more subdued um the younger one's four so she's she's pretty crazy yeah um, Usually the younger one learns from the older one, so they are, they're more adventurous and they're like crazier and they're going to like, they see the older kids jump off the rock, so I'm going to jump off the rock too, which the older one wouldn't do, right? Right. So they kind of, you know, <coughs> somewhat positive peer pressure um, to like try new things and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, the younger one is definitely a lot, a lot wilder than uh, my older daughter. <laughs> NFL draft coming up Thursday. Who are we taking at number one? A quarterback. <laughs> Which? <laughs> a. Doesn't matter. You can always guarantee it's Bryce Young. Really? Probably. I mean, all year long I was pissed we didn't have the number one pick to take Bryce Young. Now that we have the number one pick to take Bryce Young. <coughs> CJ Stroud looks really good. Apparently he's a big dummy. He's a football player. I know, but he's like the dumbest football player in the room, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Bryce Young is smaller than you. Bryce Young is tiny. I know. Weighs less. Everything. You're saying that I would do better in the NFL than Bryce Young? Mm-hmm. Spectacular. Much respect. <laughs> All right. Super dad. I want to hear your superpower as a girl dad 
But what I also want to know your kryptonite. Can I can I get an example? Well, my kryptonite is. It's <laughs> so good. My kryptonite is I I can't stand when either child is like frustrated. They don't get what they want, mm-hmm. and they just scream. Like Beckham is doing it more than Emerson right now. But like I like like last night he threw his mashed potatoes, so he took his plate away, and he like starts like like whatever. He just screams like, and I I, I can't. I, I lose it. <laughs> I can't. I can't take. He's it. not verbalizing anything. He's just screaming. Screaming, but like a high pitched. No, I'm mm. just not. In the, that would eat me alive. I can't because like it's like it's like it's so. It just it gets to your core. I have no patience at yeah. that moment. It's my kryptonite. Okay. My, Go ahead. I think my superpower is when we have no meals at the house. I can come up with something. Chef Boy RD. Chef Boy RD. That she will eat. That's a great superpower. That your daughter will yes. eat? Yes. For the record, Finn will eat anything. Yes. Well, that's very true. That will change. Will eat. That will change. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. As of right now. Though. The current protein eaten in my house by my older daughter is chicken, Chick-fil-A nuggets. But, like, they have to be extra crispy. So she'll eat, like, two out of the 12. You're in that. And then uh, Publix popcorn chicken. She'll eat that. She will drink a little bit of milk. But everything else is bread. (laughs) Bread, carbs, proteins, all that stuff. So, uh, but getting back, superpower. I'd say being able to handle, like, different activities at the same time. So they like doing like sports in the streets. All the kids do. Um, so it's like, I'm like hitting tennis balls with uh, Reese and then the kids in back of me, the boys, they're wanting me to punt the ball as high <laughs> as I can <laughs> in the air. And it's so much fun. It's so much fun. I don't have the accuracy anymore. So it's like, I might hit a car or a house, yeah. but I'm just putting. <laughs> As high as possible. I've actually seen you punt a football. You can really punt a football. I can imagine. I guarantee. <laughs> I've seen you grip a punt at football. Do you know they have arcade? You know the boxing arcade machines? Yeah. You know where you try to hit it? Yeah. They have a soccer one now that you can just Ooh. kick it. Yeah. I almost broke it one. <laughs> what What do you do? You told me something about last vacation. Oh, yeah. What do you, where do you go? We go to uh, Great, Great Wolf Lodge. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever been to Great Wolf Lodge with the kids? Great Wolf Lodge. I had, I'm dying to go, honestly, seriously. It's good. Okay. I like hanging over the girl's head is like, if you'll do this. The big thing is we're trying to get them to go to sleep on their, like, unequivocally on their own. Just go to bed. Yeah. So if you do it three nights in a row, we'll go to Great Wolf Lodge. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. <laughs> Nighttime yeah. will come. Parents like, never works. I want to go to Great Wolf Lodge. I don't care. <laughs> Just go by your girl. Yeah. So at Great Wolf Lodge, I love the arcade. Big arcade guy, big tickets, like, let me get the jackpots on all the good machines. Cornhole machines, you'd like that. Get a yeah. cornhole machine? Oh, yeah. How have you been to Great Wolf Lodge? Enough. <laughs> really? Enough. But the key is, if you have a young enough kid that goes to bed at a reasonable time, uh, is we would get a room close enough to the arcade that we could take the baby monitor to the arcade <laughs> while the kid was still sleeping. Because sometimes they'll go to sleep. I mean, it, it'll wear you out. They'll go yeah. to sleep at like 5.30. Yeah. And you would be like, what am I supposed to do? I, I go to sleep at like midnight. So it's just like, let's go get some tickets. <laughs> so you take the monitor. Cat's in, in on this too. Oh, yeah. She, she likes the arcade. She's a skee-ball fan. Skee-ball? Yeah, she likes the skee-ball. They sell beer at Great Wolf Lodge? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Where is this place? Concord. Concord, and there's one in uh, Williamsburg, too. Yeah, Great Wolf Lodge. Proud <laughs> sponsor of the Girl Dads United podcast. <laughs> It'll tire the kids out, because we've gone... If you want to risk... It's like an indoor water park. Just huge indoor water park. They've got putt-putt or stuff. This sounds, like a, this sounds like a perfect opportunity for someone to truly be a sponsor. Yes. Bring us out. We'll record an episode. 
No. It's great. Partner, that would be gold. Gold. Partner that with somebody who treats ear infections for getting water in your ear. There you go. Brad has an ear phobia like crazy. Did you know that? I'm confused. Where did this come from? Dude, he's terrified. Is that what I just gave? Dude, I'm waiting for this kid to have the, her first ear infection. She's never had an ear infection? It's coming. That's, that's vinyl play. <laughs> we try the heck out of those ears. Uh, Catherine had a double ear infection like last week. How does Ooh. an adult get an ear infection? Dude, I'm currently on the back end of an ear infection myself. I had to go over two antibiotics. I don't know. It's <laughs> awful. Oh, it sounds bad. I can imagine for a kid. Yeah. So your superpower is basically just being a big kid. Just entertaining, yeah. I would say that's probably mine. And I do know my kryptonite. Kryptonite is road trips. Mm. Where, you know, eventually you're like, okay, iPads. Okay. It's like... Both kids have an iPad. The radio is on. The kids sometimes have headphones, but like they run out of batteries or whatnot. So the the iPad's sitting on the headrest right here behind my head, and they've got it like up loud. So there's like different conversations going. Mm. The radio's on. Catherine's trying to have a, a legitimate conversation with me, and I'm like, I just I can't think right now. Like I don't know what to do. I cannot talk right now because there are too many things going on. Yeah, that would be tough. Yeah. That would be tough. I think my superpower is I'm a very, very good, like, planner. Like, not just in the sense of, like, planning, planning when we're for a podcast. But, like, all right, we're going to grandma and grandpa's, and then we're going to go to dinner, and then we're going to go here, and we're going to go that. All right, we need two diapers, two changes of clothes. We'll order DoorDash in the way so it gets to the house. Perfect timing. We don't have to wait. And we'll have to make sure we leave by 630 because this place closes. That's important. I'm a, I'm a beast with the logistics. Someone mentioned last week what you set, up, set the grandparents up. Get the kids eating dinner first and then you peace out. Big time cheat cook. Yeah, that's a good one. Get dinner ready whenever you have a babysitter. Right. And leave. Get everything out on the counter. Be like, here's the bag of popcorn. About 7.30, put on the popcorn. Mm. We don't even make it tough on the babysitters anymore. We'll say, that, like, our youngest will go to sleep by herself, usually. So we'll say, you can take her up at, like, 8.30 or whatever. But Reese, we're just like, let her fall asleep on the couch. Like, she'll fall asleep. Yeah. Watch a movie, popcorn. <coughs> she stays up till 10.30. You know, so be it. That's not easy on the babysitter. She's got to stay up with an eight-year-old until 10.30. Scrolling on her phone. <laughs> watching, watching Moana. What's your kryptonite, Brent? Uh, I think when I'm, when I'm ready to leave and the team is not ready to leave, I think uh, I, I lose all, all, all strengths. <laughs> That's that's been your kryptonite for a long time, buddy. <laughs> nothing to do with this kid. Nobody does. Nobody does the, the pick up and leave better than Britt Nolan. This goes. Well, Irish exit, dude. But it's not even <laughs> Irish exit. It's just I'm leaving. Like middle of the fourth quarter. Yeah. I'll see you. <laughs> when you were at our house a couple weeks ago, you were just like, I think we need to go before shit hits the fan. We just got it. We, no, we didn't leave. leave. No, you didn't. And it hit well, the fan. it's tough when you got too many kids and. Yeah. One of them's got on a princess dress. You got to take that off. Man. That we did we could do a whole episode on strategies to leave. Right. And we'll write that down. Put it in the show doc for next time. Because it's hard. Alexa Some... put on a timer for 2 minutes. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Honestly, just leaving <coughs> is sometimes the best way to do I it. I mean leaving like a group of people with kids. Yeah. Like yesterday it was brutal. Yeah. It was really hard to leave yesterday, the birthday party. Have you done the, uh... We all want to Sweetie, stay, do, you want, do you want to leave now, or do you want to leave in five minutes? <laughs> Have you done that? <laughs> no, no, no. A lot. I don't usually do it, but it seems, See, it seems like, to work for people. I feel like you probably have an unusual amount of goodwill built up with your wife. Okay. That <laughs> the three of us don't have. I just feel like you're better at this. Do you have goodwill built up, you think? I mean, I try to, like, get that boosted up. 
for a while. Brent Brent's better than me, I think. Brent does a good job. Yeah. Brent does Brent's a really He also has one kid. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, wow. Just wait till he's always so tired. <laughs> it's so infuriating. Well that's the easy thing with oh, look, one kid is you can take him. Someone with one kid's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> right. Two on one. Why you just shared you didn't go upstairs, brother? Kids. <laughs> well, first years of their lives. Someone with one kid that is almost two is like. Why are you yelling? What's your kryptonite? Just trying to get out the door. You talk about like planning and stuff like that, like mm. the road trip and stuff. I don't mind, but if it's like we're supposed to be somewhere, and they're all just all over the place too. I like. I've got. I'm almost to like that. I'll be in the car, but then that just I really start fuming while I'm sitting there. But that drives me crazy. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief, I do not like being late for stuff. I actually hate it. I actually am shocked by that. Dude, I hate with a passion. I, I mean, I, I'm with you. I hate being late. Mm-hmm. Well, you're playing. That's, so if the beginning doesn't go off right, everything else is screwed. That's a good one, Coach. I think Monty has a, a kryptonite that's also a superpower. If it's just him and the kids and they pass... Any sort of sweet stand. It's a wrap. An ice cream shop. He's pulling over. The other day. He's texting us all. They were coming back from daycare. And where the kids' daycare is, you know where um, um, the baseball park in Holly Springs? Ting? Ting. Yes. So if you're going to Ting, on the road where Ting will be on your left. I am talking about. There's that snow cone little like food truck, snow cone food truck right there at the stoplight. And for whatever reason, there was a ton of traffic and we stop <laughs> in traffic literally at the turn. And there's like cars, you can't go straight. Just sitting there, I look up to my left and the, the, <laughs> snow, cone person, the snow cone person is at the moment I turn and look, handing another little kid a snow cone. <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> so we went in. Right. We got some lights. Might as well turn. Yeah, might as well turn. <coughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Man, the kids there. Yeah. They loved it. They love. But so when I take the kids to school, which is on average two days a week, maybe um, one of those two days, I make a stop at Dunkin'. If I stop at Dunkin', they get a donut. But it's now become, like, I, I will call it, like, a date. We're having a date. And we'll, like, go into Dunkin' mm-hmm. or we'll go to Rise. And now it's, like, every single morning it's, like, Daddy, are we, having, are we having a date this morning? And it's, like, it's no longer, like, a special thing. It's just, like, a pushover. I want a donut, Daddy. <laughs> and I want a donut. Yeah. <laughs> right. Daddy's not going to say no. Rise. rise <laughs> Unofficial <laughs> partner. Rise and gift cards. So you've got an eight-year-old. Yep. I've got an almost two-year-old. Like my hurdle, my next thing, I, I the unknown for me is potty training. Mm. For them, it might be like you know he just started kindergarten. You know what? What's the next hurdle for an eight-year-old? What's the thing that you've never experienced before that's coming? I mean, yeah, we learned some things. I mean, because there's some older girls in the neighborhood. I don't know. There hasn't been much school drama yet. I'm sure that's coming at some point. Um, I did hear the other day, uh, we were talking with some parents, uh, some of our neighbors, and they said their daughter was in fifth grade, so a few years off, when she had to start shaving her legs. I was like, whoa. I mean, a dark-haired kid. Yeah. So I don't know if that's the next hurdle. But that's, it's on the horizon. It's coming sooner rather than later. How long have you been shaving your legs, money? <laughs> Black don't crack. Uh, yeah, so I can't think of any other specifics like that. I do have one more cheat code. Go for it. I, I'm working on it. We're going to see if it works. Um, it, it takes a while. So it's a cheat code in the making. Yes. Workshopping it. I'm workshopping it. Yeah, we're going to see if it works. Okay. But being Mr. Mom as I am, so I do a lot of laundry. Mm. We all hate laundry. 
it's the worst. Like we can fold it, but nobody wants to put it away. But the thing is, since I have two, I'm a purebred, two girls, <laughs> what you do with the kids stuff is you start mixing their clothes like with the other kid or even with Catherine, with the mom. So eventually she'll be like, God, he freaking sucks at laundry. Like it just won't be my responsibility anymore. <laughs> So you start mixing a shirt, a short, something like that. So that's why I'm working on it. Eventually, I'm not going to have to do laundry. I think you, I don't think you understand. The do you want to do laundry? No, no, that is, that is a different form of cheating. That's a different form of cheating. Is Catherine going to listen to this? And like twenty percent. All right, let us know how the workshopping. Yeah, let us know how that goes. It's getting close because Reese Reese is tall for her age, so she's getting up there. Give it a few more it's years. Your girls are just time. like dad. God, <laughs> there's nothing. I think I said this on one of the episodes before. I, I I don't want no parts of like going through a teenage girl's laundry. Oh, right. That, that's Wait, why that's I started. This. Yeah, that's why I started this. Yeah, that's actually a good point. I think one of the best things you brought up last week that I did think was a shining moment when you said that, like, Reese, or Reese, sorry, um, Finley is the TV show. Like, you just want to watch her embrace and enjoy all that. Going on the dates like you do with your kids. Just taking your time to spend time with kids. I think it's cool that you make a point to pick up your daughter early instead of just making her sit at home with you. Like, you go do something different and all that. Like, the creativity associated with that is... I don't have that in me. I'm proud. Yeah, you're making us look bad. Dude, making me look so bad. Yeah, cool. When I pick up Quinn from school, she usually says, where are we going? And she's pretty disappointed when I say home. <laughs> right. Are we going to grandma's? Are we going to Defy? So we got to go home today. We you gotta, said standing. Daddy's got to get home to mix up some laundry. <laughs> How often do you go to grandma's? Once a week, usually. Yeah. That's another. That's another, like... Living in the same city as your mother, not your wife's mother, but living in the same city as your mother, because you can. We, I, I don't feel I don't have to like make plans to go to my mom's house. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But like, if we're going to Paige's parents' house, you know, you have to make plans. <coughs> sure. Right. Like, that's that's been huge. This being the first time. This has been very similar to the Booker episode. It's an eye-opening episode. It's a very out. wholesome. Another pure entertaining but informative episode. Wisdom. Wisdom. Shared. No, has it been received? Find out. Only time will tell. That's twice. Again. Hey, great. Well, thanks for coming on, man. This was wonderful. This was great. All right. Go Dads United. Thank you. Takes a village. Thank you. Takes a village. Thank you. Together we have a chance. (laughs) Together. (laughs) Together.